May the angels protect you, trouble neglect you, and heaven accept you when it's time to go home. May you always have plenty, your glass never empty, and know in your belly you're never alone. May your tears come from laughing, you find friends worth having. With every year passing, they mean more than gold. May you. Hi guys, welcome to another episode on the Let's Talk Everything and Anything show. My name is Fever and then I am your host on this show. I'm always your host. But then today I will be solo podcasting. And I don't know why I feel rusty about solo podcasting. Because it's been like a month plus since I solo podcasted here. So I don't know why I had to feel this way just to pick up my equipment and record for today's or for this week's episode. I don't know why, but then I think I have to be more consistent with solo podcasting and um, solo podcasting rather so that I don't have to drag my feet and uh, do all of those areas before I go into recording. But then um so you asked me why why did you choose today's musical intro why that song um that song was sung by james Brinks, james brinksman featuring lady antebellum never alone that song for me is like the best song to come in at this time because these are like the last days of the year and there's a whole lot of emotions flying here and there a lot of people are reflecting, a lot of people are sad, a lot of people are happy. Some people are not able to even reach one third of their goals. Some people are really probably found themselves in some kind of mess. And everyone is bothered that the festive season is starting next week and things are not going the way they used to go. So I basically just want to send a note of positivity out there that regardless of what you're going through, you're never alone and just be strong. And um, we'll definitely finish well, regardless of anything that happens. That's just it. So, on my podcast, you all know that I have two segments. The first segment is always the trend table, and then the second segment is um, the main discussion where we talk about relatable issues that cuts across different aspects. So, on today's trend table, I saw something. Now, is the energy for <laughs> I saw something. I'm serious, guys. I saw something, and I have to talk about it. If it doesn't, even, I don't even care if I am old enough or I am in a good position to talk about it. But I just want to say something because it takes. It, it, I might be a young adult here, but then people of my age are getting married. So maybe some of them are facing these things in their marriage, or some of them face this things during the cutting stage before they got married so i feel like regardless of it here yeah, i am old enough i'm an adult i don't care your definition of adulthood but i'm an adult and i think i should be able to see my mind on certain things so something trended early this week on facebook apparently a woman was supposed to meet her in-laws to be and we are not certain if because the story was not that clear but we're not certain if the guy told her not to put on trousers 
or begged her not to put on trousers. I, I think the guy, okay, yeah, the guy told her, yes, it, that part was clear. The guy told her not to put on trousers because his parents do not um, accept or do not like girls that wear trousers or something like that. And because she's who she is, she decided to wear a trouser and be like, see, let them see me for why I am and I don't want to fake anything at this early stage, which is very commendable. And she went there, wore the trouser, and by the time she came back, she got a message from the guy that he cannot get married to her because his parents did not like the fact that she put on a trouser at his house. He... <laughs> I am pissed and I'm angry because... Why do we even have a talking stage? Let's start from it. I know I've had episodes about talking stage and I'm not still convinced about the episode, so I might probably do another episode for it. But why do we even have a talking stage when I cannot know certain things about your family and you, you know some certain things about my family and I'm like, see, you know what? We are not, we are not cool. We cannot grow because I'm going to drop different opinions about this. Thing. I'm not really going to say like, or come out and say this is right or this is wrong because while I was reading that story, a lot of opinions and a lot of ticks were going through my head. So the first tick that went through my head was the fact that they definitely on they definitely had to go through a talking stage. And there is no way you would go through a talking stage that you, you know that there is marriage in view. You want to get married to this person. Because there are some people, there are some adults, like your own, you people's definition of adulthood. There are some adults that already know that see a I'm dating this person because I want to end up with this person. So there is no way we'll be doing a talking stage and you will not ask me certain questions about my family. And I will not tell you and give you an idea of the kind of family I'm coming from. So now for the lady, one, you definitely have an idea. You should have had an idea of the kind of family you were going to marry into since marriage was in view. If you knew, you cannot cope. Because the truth is, it starts from compromising and then you, you realize that you're settling and before you know you're losing yourself it starts from the simplest and the tiniest thing as not wearing trousers and from not wearing trousers it goes to your hair it goes to makeup and then you're losing yourself entirely now if you knew this the kind of person's parents are the overly religious type and you know you cannot cope because you're you're the whiskey type you're the gen z vibes why did you still go through it was it giving you some kind of assurance that see we regardless of my parents this is what i want okay if it was giving you some kind of assurance it brings me to the second thing why was it so quick for him to call off a wedding in view or a marriage in view because his parents did not approve of the fact that you were putting on a trouser when if you guys have had the conversation and he gave you some kind of assurance that he likes you that way and doesn't care about his family, why couldn't he defend you in his family and tell them that that's not enough reason to call off a marriage? Because the truth is, forget though that it is marriage. Picture it in a friend setting. It comes with his friends that have dreads. And that friend is like the richest type, the richest kind in their midst. They won't bring them with bringing them the connection and the gigs and then he takes him home maybe just to go and eat mommy's food and the mommy's like i don't see you with this guy i don't want to see you with this guy we are humans you will start trying to convince your parent that see mommy forget this way it's not like this it's not like to bring me gigs oh because there is money involved now this one is someone you want to end up with and you cannot defend the person 
that's my second take. The third one is the fact that I, I said I commend the fact that she wore a trouser to see the family here. Yes. And that's because it starts from the little things before you know you're losing yourself. And then for her, basically, yeah. Why 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 I feel she did that? Why I feel she did that? Why I feel she went home went to the house with that trouser was to send a message that see, I don't want to fake it. I don't want to wear long skirts, berets, ties, can <laughs> do all those Mary Mandarin vibes. And then you're coming to my house after marriage and you're seeing me wearing lingerines and dressing some kind of way and you're thinking I'm fake. Because some people are quick to call people fake and hypocrites because they try to please you. Now, some people don't see any issue with, and it's not just one day. You wear the trouser now. When you wear the trouser, you go, you come back to your, yourself. What if after wearing that trouser, she's not permitted to wear that trouser? What if not, after not wearing that trouser, she's not permitted to wear that trouser again? And all her life, she has been that kind of person. That's where the issue starts from. So I think I, I understand her point of not wanting to fake anything. She was going to go and visit them and not wear the trouser again. And I'm like, see, you already started with your rebellious step. Just continuing it. You go wear trouser, I'm going to go wear trouser. I want to wear trouser. Fine. Family does not want it. Can we keep it moving? I know that love comes with its baggages. You, you, you're so attached to this person. You've seen your life with this person. You've seen your kids running around with this person. You've seen yourself calling this person my love and all the sweet names that comes with it. But then, if he was so quick to call it off because you wore a trouser, my dear, he's going to be so quick to call anything off with you. That's like... See, I whenever, whenever, whenever I am in a talking stage with a guy, or even in an actual relationship, I'm very particular about his reactions to certain things that concerns me, especially from his end, the way his friends treat me, the way his family treats me. Because at the end of the day, when I am in a marriage setting with this said person, it's the way he defends me that would matter. Because if he cannot defend me at a very um basic stage like dating, how do you intend for him to or how do you think he would actually defend you when you guys are in a marriage setting so my dear if you want to fake it it's fine it's good that means people faked it and then it worked for them they were able to get married and now they're wearing their trousers as much as they was while some people faked it and they're in a piece of shit right now they can't even get themselves out i remember there was a time on instagram it was trendy that a particular mother-in-law sent her daughter-in-law all manner of insults, voice notes and all because this is daughter-in-law wore a knicker with a dashiki or something to a party with her husband. So when you see a picture behind her husband, you obviously know that the husband approved of what she was wearing. Maybe because she had also had to pretend to wear skirts to see the family. And now they are seeing her on social media wearing knicker. They cannot comprehend and they are calling her woman because the, the names I saw on the chat and the messages rather and the, the voice note I heard, I'm like how can a mother-in-law say all of these things to a daughter-in-law just because of Nika? I mean, we are in a face where I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Honestly, I, I can't wrap my head around this thing, and I'm not also. I don't want to be bothered about it because I feel like when it gets to my turn, <laughs> let me clear my throat because it's not going to be funny. I want to know the kind of family you are coming from. I just want to know because I am. My head is hot. I'm very hot. Like. There are a lot of things I want to do. A lot of things. I want to try things out. I want to explore with looks. I want to explore with 
dressings so if your family is very conservative i obviously know that something cannot work but if you're going to give me the assurance i just don't want to see it in words i want to see it in action and it starts from the very first day i'm going to your family house and then they're saying this about what i'm putting on about what i'm not putting on i want to see the way you're defending me because you will keep defending me for the rest of your life because i'm being honest the things that we wear oh jesus it's not going to be funny so i feel like you should you should not neglect all these things about the family you're getting married into while even in a relationship with someone because anything can happen anything can happen that can lead to marriage love is crazy so we should be very careful but then if you feel like you want to fake it fine fake it if you don't want to fake it do it with your, your chest i don't want to fake it I want to go to this house and put on what I want to put on and let them take me for who I am and that's on that period. Anyways, that's the end of the Trends Table. Let's take this break and listen to this song by Jim Bricksman fit, uh, featuring, sorry, featuring the Diantabulum. Let's absorb the song into our spirits because the festive season is upon us and um, 2022 is in view already. Let's absorb the song and then come back for the main discussion. concluded trends table and i mean the main discussion what we'll be talking about today's topic which is protecting your mental health from the social media negatives so i had to choose today's topic because i feel like i've done something similar which is um secondary ptsd but i feel like a lot of people do not understand that that there is more to just surfing the internet and surfing or scrolling through social media pages there's a whole lot that comes to it especially this time that we've been hearing a lot of bad news back to back like from i think from july 
there's always a bad news trending on social media till this very december we've not been spared at all and whether we like it or not it's going to continue that way good news bad news good news bad news and we just have to protect our mental health because we are humans and um, our mind is very very fragile so we need to really protect it now so today's topic came out of um basically i was prompted to do this topic because of what i have been feeling recently so if I started with this month makes it one year my very good friend in university died I remember I was in camp last year in Obubra camp and my friend called me and she said go check go check whatsapp the class group chats blah 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 is dead I felt like a joke because I had the feeling of calling this person before I went to camp but all of the camp activities and everything got into got to me and i forgot since i got to camp and a week after i was in camp i i i heard he died and i didn't even get to have last conversation with him to hold on to memories to hold on to and all of that the only time i saw him last was in 2019 when he came all the way from unit campus to see me in school he came to do something rotary activity like that and then he made our time to see me and that was like that's like the only memory I have in my head of him and it really hurts because I wish I had spoken to him and you know before he died or something. So um aside that to this month Sylvester's issue trending and it really triggered a lot that have absorbed on social media. Now during the answers, um Okay died during the answers and I remember I kept crying for a week. I felt like I was the girlfriend, <laughs> like I was daring or something. <laughs> I don't know, but I just kept crying because of the circumstances he died, and I was, I was, I, I felt I was trying to feel how I, I don't know if I, I really don't understand what really happened, but I felt the pain. I could feel the pain, just like I was a part of daring was in me, and I was feeling it for her, and I just kept crying. I kept crying because I saw a lot on social media that period that answers happened there were a lot of very very gory pictures that were scary and i absorbed all of those things and so it got to me so bad i just kept crying and crying so with sylvester's case this period it just triggered everything back and i realized that there's a need to always protect your mental health you just think it's it's just a scroll know what's trending always have um information at your tip so that you can always have conversation with people and let them know that you too you know what's up and all of that but then there's more to it because the more you're scrolling the more your your mind is absorbing all of it and before you know it you're losing yourself so on today's episode i'll be talking about how to protect your mental health from social media negatives so first thing first i'm using myself as a case study and so i jotted down things i did to <clears throat> to heal from everything this period because last week was a roller coaster of emotion for me i was just unstable i just kept crying and crying i just kept remembering a lot of things a lot of negative things that i've had to show i've seen (sighs) that you need to take a deep breath honestly everyone needs to take a deep breath because okay so my first the first step i i took for me was that period i decided to limit my usage of social media it wasn't easy for me 
because I before the ban of Twitter, I used to be a Twitter freak. I am morning I wake up. I don't even know what was Facebook then. Morning I wake up, I'm on Twitter. I'm, I'm checking the trend list, what's trending and all of that. I am reading different takes. You know, I'm just I'm on Twitter till like 10 a.m. and then I'll just go off Twitter, do stuff, come back. I spent most of my time on Twitter. So the moment all of those things happened, that ends that period. And recently, I decided to take a break from social media. It was not that long, but I took a break to get a hold of myself. And then, it, because I said it's not easy, I I had to like schedule myself, like time myself. Okay, so I want to use social media now. I want to use social media platforms for just 30 minutes. So I go on, I soft the different social media platforms, 30 minutes and I'm out. I start reading a book or start doing something, just trying to distract myself entirely so I don't feel bored to go back and check what's trending and all of that. You can, if you're not that disciplined like me, you can actually use apps. There are a lot of apps on Google Play Store that you can download that can help you schedule your time for social media activities so you can schedule 30 minutes or one hour for instagram or twitter and when the one hour elapses then the app automatically logs you out of twitter you're not able to use twitter till like maybe after four or five hours so yeah if you're not as disciplined as me you can actually use that application then the second thing i did was to unfollow people who are very you know a lot of people are influencers and it's their job yeah they want to keep being relevant and be the first set of people to drop information on the TL or on their social media handles and all of that. So what I did was that period or this period I unfollowed some of them so that I could lessen their activities on my feed. I just unfollowed a lot of a lot of them. Basically I don't just want to see any negative thing and I just wanted to like you know detox myself from a lot of negative things. So yeah that's what i did then i noticed that i easily get emotionally invested in things especially negative issues so what did i do i decided that this period henceforth 2022 to whatever i'm going to always put my my mental health first so if i start seeing snippets of information about something that has happened i'm definitely not going to rush to it because i know that if i rush to it i'm going to feel the the the, the effects because it's still fresh. I want to know what's going on, the follow-up stories and all of that. So what I'm going to do is to protect my mental health first and stay away first. Then after a while, I just go back when I think I'm strong enough, go back and check on the story and know what really happened. That was what I did the first time I heard um of that story reading. Those that twenty one story reading that collapsed in Lekki. Ordinarily, eh the me the me I know, I would have rushed to social media to check what well, I just stayed away. I pretended like I did not know that that building collapsed. Till like after a week, two weeks, then I went to read up about it and it didn't really hit that well. I just felt bad and sad. But then it just fizzled away. But if I had gone the very first day it happened, I would have wanted to know what what happened afterwards. What are the government trying to do? Who are there? Who are those people trying to rescue those people who are still alive? People are saying they are here. I would want to be I'll be very inquisitive to know what what's up, what's going on, just like the way it was for me when Sylvester's story came up. The moment I rushed to the internet to check what was happening with Sylvester's story, for like a week I was on Sylvester's story. I was reading follow up stories, people's takes, people I was just reading a lot. So I feel like do not rush social media immediately when you hear bad news. Try to wait 
and um, check if your mental health can carry it or your if you can actually carry it anyways if it's if you're on a sound um, level to actually rush to the social media platform to read it if you're not i think you should just wait the story will always be there it will not disappear so you can always read it up and you know just just do anything you want to do with it um the next one is taking um breaks from social media yeah you can take breaks from social media i did this so when NSAT happened in 2020 october the following month was november so i was supposed to go to for camp but i think the coronavirus stuff was still in view as that then and so they decided to split my batch into two and i was not able to go for november batch i had to go for december batch so um that one month i was just into the whole enter story but the moment i went to camp my i was distracted so it really helped me that even when i head off to base story it didn't really hit that deep until after i'd left camp a couple of months later he hits that oh my friend is dead so what i would always advise is to take time off social media and like i said camp helped me because i was there was no stable light so i could not use my phone regularly and all of that i was just my activities in camp were restricted because we had camp drills and camp activities to do so my dear take our time to detox yourself off every negative things you've seen on social media and distract yourself yes distract yourself probably go out often meet friends um listen to music watch videos be careful about the song your choice of choice of songs too because they can trigger things too i'm going to talk about that your choice of song when you are in your lowest moment too can trigger a lot of things so be very careful choose songs that come with some happy vibes um watch movies do something read books go out go watch movies outside go hang out with people just do not stay in isolation even when you're trying to detox yourself because it might not help then the next thing i did i already talked about it not rushing to social media to um know what's going on immediately when you hear a break a bad breaking news so um the next one for me is changing my focus so Changing my focus is more like detoxing for me too. So at that point in time, I'm I don't want to really really be wrapped up in what's happening on, happening on social media. I probably want to just find something else to interest. Maybe start watching. Um, for me, whenever I want to really really like change my focus, I start watching fashion shows because I am a fashion enthusiast. I start watching fashion shows. I start going on Pinterest. I'm screenshotting a lot of fashion styles. I'm combining fashion styles in my head. I'm just basically doing anything fashion inclined. So that's what I do. I, I go on Pinterest. I go to Instagram. Follow people who are into the whole fashion stuff. You know, read a lot about fashion stories, blogs, and all of all of that. Sometimes I even get busy with my hair. So I keep it natural hair. And you know how tasky natural hair can be to maintain so the moment i feel like i'm getting too emotionally invested in this thing i start thinking of my natural hair that month oh i want to buy this my hair has to grow oh my front hair is this i'm just i'm just deliberately trying to bother myself about all of these things and be concerned about these things just to change my focus and not think about these things then the last thing i do is write journals and um yeah, right, you know. So a lot of people don't get. I I get the fact that um we are busy here, yeah? we are always on the go. There's no time to start penning down things, and that's 
where audio journaling comes in just like podcasting now you get to record yourself talking about how you feel how you reacted what how this thing hits you deep how this thing triggered something in you you know just talk about everything you can audio journal you can visual journal too the only problem with visual journaling is that it takes a lot of space so you need to get a device that has like a larger storage memory so you can keep storing them there but then if you do not want to write because you are very very busy which is understandable i think the best thing for you to do is audio journal just get your phone record yourself talking crying laughing reminiscing reflecting you know just do all of those things at once and you get over time you start feeling better because i mean you're audio journaling then if you cannot do all of those things always try to have people in your space and your corner that you can trust to have conversations like this now there are a lot of us especially gen z people we have different kinds of friends we have the vibes and cruise friends fashion friends this kind of friends that kind of friends but then we always forget to have serious friends that can have emotionally um inclined conversations people that can have very deep conversations with you not financial advice kind of friends or nah, nah, nah. i mean people that can have conversation with you that are very deep conversation about what is going on within you how you feel things that are tied to your emotions and your psychology so if you have this kind of friends with in your corner always talk to them when you feel this way and it just it it makes you feel better basically i don't i don't i don't think it's cool for people to withdraw when they have issues it's not people can never get to understand who you are and people will just start misunderstanding you so it's best that you talk to people and get better quickly because the word is on the go so if you are trying to withdraw and pause your life and come back you might come back to meet the world in a different level so you have to sort yourself out like i said and even if you're going to detox yourself even if you want to take breaks it should be for a shorter time try as much as possible to heal quickly and get yourself back together and you know keep striving to accomplish and achieve all your goals for the said month week day or year so that's it on protecting your mental health from neg- social media negatives i hope you guys enjoyed this episode because i i feel like i should be doing solo podcasting when i have to talk about serious issues so that we don't you guys don't just come and forget the fact that you're supposed to learn certain things and just laugh because most times when i have guests in my studio more than one guest it's more like we're all trying to make it happy and then i feel like most times we the laughing and love that might take away the the message of that particular episode and so today i just felt like you know what let me just sit down and say something and pass a message across because i know i know that the bad news that we've been hearing on a back-to-back is enough to make people go into depression because you're scared you're living in a country where you're, 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 um, you're, you're, your life is not protected. And even in debt, you might not get justice. It's, a lot, it's enough to get you depressed. And then trying to travel out is not even easy. Do you know, do you know how it feels? So there, I feel like, why not just talk about it and let people know how to navigate dealing with negatives on social media and still come out strong because you cannot just start feeling defeated when you've not even tried at all that's just the truth so you have to come out strong and keep pushing till you reach your goals and that's it 
so thank you guys for listening to today's podcast till the end i really appreciate it and um, i would like to say something um from next year or rather i've started trying to rebrand my podcast so some of you already know that it was not possible for me to authenticate my audio mark account because i've been playing a lot of copyrighted songs so from next year we won't be playing copyrighted songs anymore on my podcast so start adjusting to it but then trust me you will love the signature tune that we were able to produce and choose for this podcast it's it's the i feel like it's interesting enough to tune you in into today's podcast and then for you to register it in your head so that's why i'm excited about it and um yeah there's going to be a lot of um branding to my podcast so i feel like you guys should just keep your fingers crossed and be ready to help push this brand forward because let's just keep our fingers crossed for 2022 yeah and thank you guys so much i wish you i wish you guys um happy christmas in advance because christmas is next week and new year is in two weeks time oh my god this year really ran <laughs> i know i'm just thinking about it now this year really ran anyways happy christmas in advance and i hope you guys have enough fun and create memories regardless of anything that has happened or will happen so yeah just know that i love you guys and have an amazing week ahead bye The cold winds won't blow, so when hard times have found you, and your fears surround you, wrap my love around you, you're never alone, never Accept you when it's time to go home and win.